0: Hello, welcome to today's immigration tidbit. Okay, well, that on its face looks like, of course, he, he married you just to get the green card, which, of course, is not legal, okay, and there's all kinds of stuff that could occur. However, in order to determine if marriage fraud existed or if he was just a disgruntled spouse, uh, we need to look at more facts than when he left you because that by itself doesn't indicate marriage fraud. Okay. I mean, it's a factor, but it doesn't indicate by itself that marriage fraud exists. So, so I would need to look, first of all, how long did you guys know each other before you got married? How often did you see each other before you got married? What is your age? What is his age? what did you do prior to getting married? How many vacations did you go on? Uh, What mediums of communication did you have? How many times did you communicate? You know, all that stuff. So first, we need to show, in order to show that there was marriage fraud, that it wasn't bona fide in the first place. So uh, the place to start with that is where you met him, when you met him, and then what you did leading up to the marriage now here i'll I'll exaggerate here to make the point let's say that you met him online on monday that you never met him and that he proposed to you on tuesday and that you began the procedures to get married on friday and you were going to fly down to him and you know marry him at that point Okay, obviously, that's not a bona fide marriage. Okay, obviously, you know, he's going to say it was love at first sight and this and that, but there was no personal meeting, there was no courtship, there was nothing to indicate that he wanted to marry you for love. Okay, so that's the first fact that I'd need, or the facts that I would need to determine at the outset if there was marriage fraud. Now, everything I'm telling you is part of what the analyzation is. That's why, for example, your question says as soon as he got the green card, he left. That That's a factor, but that's not the only factor. Okay? So, once I would determine, for example, that at least the courtship was legitimate, and not to say that someone like him might not you know, have this all in the back of his mind and, you know, do the whole courtship and honeymoon, you know, all that stuff, uh, just to make it look real. I mean, obviously that's a a consideration, but then we have to move on from that. What happened after you got married? Okay. Um, did, did he move in with you? And if he did move in with you, when, And then I need to look at what assets you have commingled. What accounts you have in both your names. Do you have a joint checking account? And as an aside, there's some people who will get a joint checking account, put $1,000 in there, and then not run a penny through it for two years. And then say, yeah, we have a joint account. It's all legitimate. But it's not because you just opened up a joint banking account to make it look Legitimate, but you didn't do anything with it. <clears throat> you didn't run any money through it. So I'd need to look at, you know, the bank accounts to determine if, in fact, uh, you know, there was really money going through it. I'd need to see if you, you know, there's life insurance policies with both your name on it. If there was a will, trust. If there's estate documents that were done. I'd need to see what happened since you got married. Okay, and again, all of that also goes towards the factor of whether or not uh, it was a legitimate bona fide marriage or not. And again, I can exaggerate. I can say, well, let's say that he never moved in with you, never got a joint bank account, never got any insurance documents or anything. And never consummated the marriage. Okay, obviously that screams it's not a bona fide marriage. Um, But people usually aren't that, you know, obvious about the matter. They they try to outsmart immigration, so they read up and they you know do all these other things to make it look real. So we need to see how how long he lived with you. what you guys did while married, and did you go on vacations? Um, did you live in the same place? Uh, you know, and, and then, uh, then, you know, analyzing that is another factor. Then i need to look and see how long you stayed married. I mean, to get the green card takes a while. So, uh, you know, how long exactly did you stay married? What did he say when he left? I mean, do we have something saying, Oh, thanks for the green card, babe. I used you just for the green card. Now I'm out of here. You know, what, what was the cause of him leaving if an independent third party person were to go in there? Um, would they see that there was just lots of arguments, um, that you guys just didn't get along, that it wasn't meant to be? I mean, that's a whole different story. That That's okay as far as immigration law, as long as he didn't enter into the marriage for the purposes of the green card. Now, age is also an issue. I mean, you know, are, are you way older than him? Are you way younger than him? Um, you know, the, I've, I've in the past gotten marriage petitions approved where there was a 60 year difference, but it takes a lot of work because nobody believes that's real. Okay. So it it all takes work and it's all doable, but, but that certainly is a flag. Now, I, I know you're saying he left just when he got the green card. So the question is, did he get the conditional green card? where he has to file the petition to remove the conditional residency in two years? Or did he get the permanent green card? And by permanent, I mean, you know, renewable every 10 years. If he got the conditional green card, the fact he left you means that he is not going to be able to file the I-8751 which is the petition to remove the conditional residency and the petition that will give him the permanent green card. Now, that doesn't mean he can't file it on his own. And that doesn't mean that he can't uh, do, you know, if you guys get divorced, can't do a divorce waiver and essentially show everything that I've been speaking about to show that it was bona fide and to show the reasons he left and to show that it had nothing to do with the green card so he can still get the permanent green card. But... If after you look at everything I've said and after you have determined that it is possible that yes after looking at all the factors it adds up to marriage fraud uh you know that he he did this to you well then you have an opportunity to have prepared a petition that will go to the proper authorities that will show all of this, that they'll have in their possession upon adjudicating his I-751. And if he has the permanent green card, it's still doable. It's just not going to be as easy and it's not as possible, especially since the permanent green card indicates at the time of the marriage, you were married more than two years. Um, And I'd also have to look to see if you have kids. You know, if you have kids, that by itself will end this because you know, basically nobody has kids if it's a marriage just for convenience, okay? And if they do, they're really going a long way to do it, but that by itself will end it, so I need to know that. So as you can see, there's a lot of analysis and different factors that go into play in order to determine whether or not marriage fraud was, uh, you know, was done, and that, um, you know, the... Just leaving after the green card by itself is not by itself the only factor. Now, I I do see that you said that he was already cheating on you. Um, Maybe he's just a bad man, okay? I mean, it could have been a legitimate marriage and he could have intended at the time to stay with you the rest of his life and then, you know, just cheated um w- which again for immigration purposes is okay although uh obviously it does go to the the facts that we're speaking of okay short cast club